You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network as we continue our rewatch and recap series of the television show Lost. It uh, is a good show. You should watch it. And you probably did, hence why you're listening to this episode. We're now into the ninth episode of the first season called Solitary. It was aired on the 17th of November, 2004, first airing on November 17th, 2004. Uh, it was written by David Fury, and it was directed by the esteemed Greg Yatanes, who, out of all the director Gregs, um, he's one of them. Uh, excited to talk about this one. We'll get a bit of a Saeed episode here and uh, a lot of Saeed, funnily enough. Uh, so, lots to talk about. Uh, my name is Ben, and Noah, am I so different from the little girl in the schoolyard who used to push you in the mud? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, my name's Noah, and you might say to me that this podcast could be worse, and I would say, How? <laughs> I'm so devastated you didn't go with the rodent one. <laughs> oh, my name is Noah Rodent. Yum. <laughs> I, I, I wrote that, that one down specifically you can edit for you. One you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben writes my line. <laughs> he scripts the entire podcast. <laughs> this is in the script that he wrote yesterday. I'm the David Fury of this episode. <laughs> yeah, he wrote that into the script. Uh, what I'm saying right now, that's all the script. <laughs> Written by Ben Water. <laughs> yes, it's true. All right. Uh, yeah, no, we're, I'm excited to talk about this episode. Um, we're always excited to talk about Lost because we obviously enjoy this TV show, hence why we're recapping it. Um, but yeah, we had a couple of interesting episodes, I guess. And, um, you know, I like Saeed. Saeed's a nice guy, uh, except when he's torturing people, I guess. But, <laughs> I mean, do you have much of a background or anything to add on this uh, episode before we, we delve into it? Well, I mean, we kind of had a few just character-based episodes, but now we're really... This is really a mythology-heavy episode, which I really like, and I don't mind the character ones, but we're really getting into the island-based stuff here, uh, which makes it all the more exciting. And, um, yeah, I freaking love island golf, so (laughs) I think we're back a bit when it comes to Lost. We're back. Who doesn't like island golf, let's be honest? Um, But, yeah, we're going to obviously lump a lot of this together in terms of what we've done with like the flashbacks uh and what we're going to do a little bit this episode uh this bit written by noah groves uh is that we will sort of also separate the two island storylines because really we've got a separate uh storyline completely literally because they're basically on separate parts of the island with saeed uh getting captured here by russo and the whole island golf storyline which is exciting uh and also the flashback here of course saeed so um we'll get uh, get with the um the flashback first of all uh which it takes a bit of time to get into this one isn't it this one's kind of a bit of a you know it's i, I feel like this is a longer wait to get into a flashback than previous episodes i don't know if that was just me or not but it seemed like we generally get into a flashback a little bit sooner than this I uh, didn't notice, but I'll take your word for it. Thanks. Uh, now, we start off with Saeed's bashing, uh, is it Falah or something like that? I, I've written down here. Uh, subtitles, I'm not just like making up an Arabic name. I'm not Sawyer here. Um, like that actually was on the subtitles before people think I'm a racist or something like that. Um, and 
Falah is basically uh, saying, stop, stop bashing me. <laughs> so he's like, I can do this all day. Uh, and he's basically trying to get him to admit to some part of a, a bombing and his um, connections with the Shiite Muslim. I think the Shiite Muslims, am I saying that correctly? The Shiites. Um, apologies if they're not the Shiite Muslims. I don't know. I've just heard that on the news. Probably wrong. Um, fake news and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but for some reason, they're speaking, I guess it's Iraqi. Is that a language or is it just Arabic? Again, I'm really I not that knowledgeable. Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Iraqi. Apologies. I'm very sensitive to our Arabic friends listening. <laughs> um, so, so I heard, Noah, that Arabic people hate Australians. So that's... <laughs> I just heard that somewhere. Um... <laughs> and Falara is the only one that likes peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it doesn't matter because they're speaking Arabic and all of a sudden uh, they start speaking English because, of course, they'd be speaking English yeah. in Iraq. Why, why do they speak English? Do we ever... Is that ever established or is it just it's, for the sake of uh, our American friends who don't like Arabic people? Well, it's because really not many American actors are speaking Arabic, including probably Naveen Andrews. Um, but... You know, it's understandable to have a whole show in Arabic. Um, and they kind of, I like that they at least go to the effort of starting with it and then they kind of have that pan away and pan back. And you have to, they're not really speaking English. Uh, it's now just assumed right. they're speaking Arabic, but it's in English. So it's not like these characters are actually speaking English. Um, I like that they go to the effort, but it is a bit kind of disjarring when we have a whole Korean episode a few episodes ago. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I wish they could have had it in Arabic, but it is what it is. Not many not many actors are speaking Arabic, I guess. I just want to correct myself. I've just clicked here on uh, Shiite. Apparently, it's Shiite Islam, which, I mean, is Islam different from Muslim? Um, I, I really don't know, and I apologise if it is. Um, I probably shouldn't have even brought that up because I'm just digging myself a bigger hole. But um, yeah, I'm not saying any. Hello to all our Arabic listeners. You're great. Um, but anyway, they're speaking English. <laughs> um, and who is it? What's this guy's name? Do we know this guy's name? The his friend. The who? His friend. Or... Yeah, like the he's. I mean, he's Omar. Omar. Of course, it is. It's Omar, right? So uh, Omar. <laughs> uh, basically, they're walking out of this room after torturing this guy, and uh, basically, Omar's telling Saeed he's going to get promoted or reassigned to the intelligence division. Um, and obviously they're good friends because he says, you know, you can stop calling me this when we're alone. Um, and whilst uh, Omar's having this conversation, we see a Muslim woman walk past. And this is the same uh, woman who uh, Saeed has in the, the photograph that we've already seen, of course, in this episode and in other episodes. And that will play a part in this because this is where it connects in with... Saeed being kidnapped by Rousseau because we get a bit of explanation. <laughs> why is it funny? This is what's happening. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah. The, what? <laughs> I was coughing. I wasn't laughing. You were so laughing. I'm like, what am I saying? I was here? coughing. <laughs> You're putting me off now, Gross. <laughs> That's not in the script. I was just laughing at your hosting ability. <laughs> Stop. Stick to the script. <laughs> I wrote very strongly. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so yes, uh, he's... Sorry, I won't cough again. Please don't. Uh, he, go, go join the party next door. Um, <laughs> if anyone can hear any doof in the background, which I we can't, but there's a party going on <laughs> snug right now. <laughs> and I'm not invited. I'm sitting here recording a podcast on oh. a 13-year-old TV episode. No, no, it's become unpopular since he got back from Europe. You know? <laughs> a year ago, he was all into that party, but now, no. Now... <laughs> 
uh, next door. <laughs> It'd be sad if you find out it's like your dad having a party or something. <laughs> dad, why didn't you invite me? <laughs> Shut up! No, I'll go back to Europe. Yeah, I've lost my status. <laughs> uh, so yes, anyway, that's a nice little scene. Um, but then. We find uh, the next flashback, but is uh, Saeed uh, given photos of this Muslim woman and then goes inside and... I'm going to say Arabic woman. Don't say Muslim woman, Ben. Don't assume. Um, we are inside this cell and we find out that Saeed knows this woman because uh, that's where she says, you of all know people know who I am because her name's not really Nadia. Um, and basically, she has been connected to a group... Uh, involved in a bombing. Uh, they talk about their childhood, all the good old days when they used to get pushed oh. in the mud. Um, Nadia is mean. <laughs> I used to push Saeed in the mud. <laughs> and your mother would say, why do you have to push poor little Saeed? <laughs> Which, like, I mean... Wow. Like, why does he love her? I mean, this is apparently a thing that girls push you in the mud. They like you. Like... I mean, if that was a case with, like, boys in high school and the amount of times I got, like, bullied and bashed and shit in high school, then Jesus Christ, a lot of the guys at high school were gay for me. Um, this is the worst romantic gesture <laughs> since um, the peanut butter fake out or Jack's <laughs> my new sling, my very first sling. Because people on this show. If Jack, if Jack was in this situation, he'd be like, if I pushed you in the mud because I liked you, maybe you'd that, know about it. Maybe that's what he means by, <laughs> if I was checking you out, you'd know it. He pushes her in pushes the mud. Kate in the mud. <laughs> Get in the mud. You would know it. <laughs> Why am I in the mud? I like you. <laughs> checking you out. So mean. No, matter she's so, no wonder she's associated with bombings. She's pushing little boys in the mud. Does, is, is that just her way of like going around like bombing buildings? And then she's like, I did it because I like you. <laughs> yeah, just... she's, she's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, and basically Saeed is, you know, threatening her. I'm going to torture you. And she shows off some wounds. She's been burnt by acid and she's had like her hands hammered. And Jesus, the, the torture guards really like her then. Uh, <laughs> I mean. This is how <laughs> Arabic people show their love. I mean, wow, okay, fair enough. Well, she pushed them all in the mud and then she <laughs> saved them by saying, it was because I liked you. That's what she said to all the torture. Uh, and then basically say, you're a traitor to your country, tell me or I'll hurt you. And then basically is like, well, you're going to have to hurt me then. Um, and then later on, our next one, uh, Saeed's obviously changed his mind slightly. We never actually see him torture her. So we don't, I mean, do you think he does? I'm guessing he does. It's his job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, we never see it, so open for interpretation. Not an unanswered question, open for interpretation. <laughs> Remember that, book note that part. Um, <laughs> and then later, the next bit we see is he's bringing her some bread. Sorry, I couldn't bring you any fruit. I would be like, that's fine, I'd rather the bread. Uh, <laughs> and then he's got some photos. Got of- any Doritos? <laughs> No Doritos, no! Um, and <laughs> You don't love me. <laughs> I pushed you in the mud Get for nothing. In the mud. <laughs> I'm going to pick you out of the mud. No, Nadia, I thought you loved me. <laughs> I'm giving you a shower. No! Um, <laughs> so he has some photos and he's basically like, look, if you just nod at one of them, uh, you know, then that's fine. I can get you out of here. And then she's all like, oh, but I won't have these visits to look forward to. I mean, seriously, you're like kidnapped. And you're like, I get it. It's sweet. Like, it's fine. I understand what they're trying to do here. And I like, Saeed, Nadia, it's okay. It's no Jin and Son. It's no Desmond and Penny. 
Like, it's... It's better than Saeed and Shannon. <laughs> well... We'll get to that in a few episodes. I think Charlie and Hurley is better than Saeed and Shannon. <laughs> Me looking at a picture of Shannon is better than Saeed and Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's cute though. I like Saeed and Nadia. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's, it's okay. different. It's okay. the thing that the thing that I don't buy into it is maybe because he hooks up with Shannon soon. Like, I mean, it's kind yeah, of that ruins. It's like Jin and Son and, and then she's in the freaking afterlife. Yeah, so we'll get to that. They're in a few all seasons. the the true love couples of this show. They don't go out. I mean, okay, Son sort of does, but like, I mean, Desmond and Penny don't, right? Like, they're together forever. Um, you know, yeah. uh, Walton and Vincent. Uh, I mean, I don't, sorry, I'm just trying. Walton Law. <laughs> oh, wait, we're a few episodes from that yet. Um, and basically, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm skipping over anything of that scene. It's just kind of sweet, cool. Uh, and then basically, our next bit. Uh, we find out that she's going to get executed because she's not giving any information. So Omar's basically like, look, is this a problem? Do you want me to do it? And Naid is a uh, uh, Naid Saeed. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's their couple name. It's Nadia and Saeed. Naid. So whether, whenever he does something like trusting Jack or something, we're going to call him Naid. <laughs> no, hashtag Naid. If you're team Naid, if you know Saeed. It's like Penny and like, Desmond. A, they've just gone up in the couple's rankings now just because of that name. Naid. That, that works so well. Naid. Naid. Um, Desmondy um, and Jinan, uh, Sun Jin. No, I like Pesmond. Pesmond. But Pesmond, that works. Okay. Um, Jun. Jun. <laughs> so, Sin. <laughs> Sin. Yes, exactly. That's what she does when she cheats on him. Um, <laughs> and clearly. <laughs> Jate or uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Cack. Um, <laughs> send in your couple names to the Oscar <laughs> Network. <laughs> Shoon. Uh, Shoon. Shoon. <laughs> oh, God, we have too much fun with this. Uh, no wonder these episodes oh. go for like an hour. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so he's got to execute her, goes back to a cell. What did you bring me today? Uh, a black hood, because uh, you were going to die. <laughs> I, I like the bread. <laughs> I, I, I take back the Doritos thing. I don't need Doritos. I want to put you in the mud again. <laughs> um... So then the next flashback, we see them walking through a corridor. Saeed basically, like, to the two guards, like, I'll take it from here because why wouldn't you just trust them? Like, what what are these guards doing in the first place if he's just like, oh, I can take it from here? Like, where is where are they taking? Like, why do they need to take it to another room to execute her? Like, is it better drainage with the blood or something? Like, can't they just they shoot her in a cell? You know? Yeah. Whatever you just said, I didn't hear it, but cool. Uh <laughs> And then uh, he basically, once the guards leave, uh, so he's like, look, uh, you know, go up there, get on a truck, it's going to leave in a minute, hide. Um, And great. Fantastic. Sounds like a pretty standard plan. Uh, She's all like, oh, come with me. He's like, no, I can't. They'll kill my family. 
But anyway, it doesn't stop him from shooting Omar as he just walks around the corner. Um, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm going to have to say that this plan works out better for Saeed because, like, how would have he explained Nadia escaping? Like, oh, she just left. Yeah, he would He would have got killed. Yeah, he would have been tortured. He would have been interrogated. So I think this plan... Well, actually, I mean... Poor Omar, but... <laughs> it kind of sucks for Omar. I mean, it works out fine for Saeed, but... Also, there's a lot riding on this plan. Like, he shoots himself and kills Omar. Nadia leaves, walks around the room, and those guards haven't actually left, and they just shoot her. Like, <laughs> exactly. She literally gets up to three metres away from him before she dies. So, <laughs> a lot has to go right. Well, this is revisited, it is it not? Do we do not see the kind of the conclusion for this, or am I thinking of something else? Mm, I think you're thinking of something. I just like to make things up in my head, apparently. I um, mean, Nadia will reappear in the show. But. Yeah, but I, I thought maybe there was like a, kind of like a sequel to this bit, or obviously not. But um, yeah, so yeah, Omar spots him. Saeed shoots Omar. Uh, he then shoots himself and basically says, oh, yeah, but, you know, you shot me and escape." I mean, by all means, if she gets captured, she's actually going to be even in more trouble too, let's be honest, <laughs> because, you know, she might have been innocent with the bombings. We don't know. But now she has been accused of shooting two Iraqi Burn guards. <laughs> so, um, you know. She's at large now. She is. Uh, meanwhile, while she's while she's getting ready to escape, she grabs the photo, writes in the back in Arabic uh, that obviously we see Saeed reading um and it's what's written on it again hang on don't tell me i've written on it i've written here somewhere uh i'll see you in another life or something isn't it or (laughs) see you in another life brother (laughs) that's what she wrote on it see you in another life brother (laughs) she says uh she says you'll find me in the next life if not in this one yeah that's what Um, i said which <laughs> see you in another life, brother. <laughs> which only really adds fuel to the fire of the early season theories of they were dead the whole time. Uh, th- this island is purgatory, um, especially with Saeed saying that he had her killed. All the all the things are laying into place, but um, yeah, it's it's sweet though. I, I like the kind of other life type because I mean. Saeed and Nadia do see each other in another life. Like, we see in season six in the sideways world that they actually end up do seeing each other in another life, if not in this one. Hmm. Yeah. Um, do you, I mean, do you have anything to add on this overall flashback? I mean, kind of, it, it obviously connects in with what we're going to get to in a second here with Saeed and Rousseau because, you know, she's in- inquiring, who is she? Who is she? Because Rousseau's horny for Saeed. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, so is Kate. So is everyone. Everyone's horny for Saeed. There's something there between... We'll get to Rousseau and Saeed. Oh, I mean, she's been alone for... I see six, it. She's been alone for 16 <laughs> years. I mean, she would have jumped Hurley if he walked in. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I mean, do you, do you like this? Do you like the flashback? I mean, anything to add on um, at all? Yeah, I like it. I think it's really drama fueled, and also it's really well shot. The lighting, it, it's very atmospheric. The music, I love Saeed's theme. I think it's one of the better character themes of the show, um, as in the the song. Um, and yeah, so much drama. I like the introduction of this relationship. We're not really adding anything new in terms of who Saeed is, but we're adding the new thing in terms of his relationship, which will play into part as to why he was in Sydney. Um, but yeah, I really like it. My only, I think it's one of the stronger ones we've seen thus far, but my only kind of gripe with it is it feels a bit rushed. Like maybe just one or two more scenes of their relationship 
building over the time that she's in captive. Um, but yeah, I think it's really solid. Uh, what's your opinion? Yeah, I mean, like I, I felt like I was a bit mean there to the whole Nadia Saeed thing. I mean, I think it's sweet because it's you know obviously he's carrying this photo around, so obviously she means you know enough to him. But I just think it's oversold in the fact that it's not a biggest plot line throughout this I feel as some of the other couples and also yeah I mean I might have sounded like I was joking but even the fact that he goes off and bones Shannon you know it's kind of like dead or not I mean you know like he seems to move on pretty quickly Um, my biggest complaint as well is that yeah it's cute and they knew each other in childhood but how long is she in captivity for because this is the last time he'll see her in seven years and he's like it's kind of a bit like it's cute, but Saeed, it's been seven years. Move on, dude. Like there must be another girl out there. Yeah, well, Rousseau, that's... she's free. <laughs> yeah, in more ways than one. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like Saeed's interesting in that way because, like, I guess this it seems to really affect him early on in terms of like him looking at the photo and just you think there's going to be a huge thing. Like to me, kind of you got him looking at that photo early on. Uh, then when, like, Claire gives it to him and he's all like, oh. But then, like, you know, Sawyer has the letter and, like, that's more of a payoff, if you know what I mean. Like, you kind of got these two guys looking at these things that you're, oh, what are we going to find out here? Um, but I don't know. Like, it's just, it's memorable when it's there. But, I mean, Saeed, to me, is more memorable for other things. And, like, I mean, he's a pretty shit fucking torturer, let's be honest. I mean, he just falls for a girl that pushed him in the mud. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, uh-huh. this is this one thing I always say about, like, bad people in movies and TV shows. Like, don't have connections with people because then you won't be able to, like, have a weakness. So, you know, like, too bad if, like, Saddam Hussein walked up at that because he would have been alive back then, like, because he's a set. Well, like, he was, what, killed in 2003? I mean, this was 2004. So how many years before he's on that plane is he in Iraq here? Well, seven years. Yeah, well, exactly. So, you know, Saddam Hussein is still in power then, and Saddam Hussein is not going to accept one of his guards. Oh, that's all right. She's a butcher in the mud. That's fine. <laughs> like, you, you, you be you, Saeed. That's that's all good. <laughs> I like, I like it, but you're going to hear me rant a lot at the payoff and the conclusion of the Nadia Saeed storyline in season four and five. You'll hear me yelling at the top of my lungs. I want um, you to. I expect you to. But in the meantime, I think it's a, a decent enough storyline. Because I think that's the thing, too, that, like, I vaguely remember what happens, but I think it's one of these ones where I'm not 100% on, where it's like it's not that memorable in my head that I'm like, oh, well, you know. It's like like with Jin and Son and Desmond and Penelope, I remember that vividly, what happens with them. Uh, you know, even like Rose and, and Bernard, like, you know, just like little, <laughs> these couples that are great. Whereas like, so I'm like oh, Saeed and Nadia, like, you know. I mean, I, I'm just probably jealous because he hooks up with Shannon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Nadia has a bit of a looker too. Oh, Nadia's beautiful. Like in those scars. Yeah, I mean, God, who doesn't like a good scar on a woman's chest? Um, what? Um, who is who? Who is she? Who plays Nadia? Who, <laughs> who is, is she? she? Um, uh, her name is Andrea Gabriel. Or something uh, like that. Yeah, Andrea. Oh, there he is. You're, you're right, Andrea Gabriel. I mean, she actually is she actually Iraqi or we don't know? No, uh, she's. Just American. Mm-hmm. It says she was born, born and currently living in LA. She's part Iranian. Okay, well, um, she was apparently in Twilight Saga Part 2, Breaking Dawn. I love it, it says here. 
uh, Gabrielle portrayed her first Iraqi role in Jag. <laughs> She's not if typecast. That's not a sad line for typecasting ever. Then I don't know what is. So I mean, it's so stuck at like American casting agents when it comes to like portraying Iraqis. They have to get like Iran. Like, is that does that? How does that sit in like Iran and Iraq? Because I think those two countries hate each other. So like... oh, we share a date of birth. Me and Andrew and Gabriel. Oh, you two. You know? She also also says not to be confused with the children's book author. Ah, uh, oh, right. the famous Andrea Gabriel who wrote all those children's books. Yep, um, that's who I thought it was. Not to be confused. With. <laughs> that's that's who honestly I thought it yeah. was. Uh, I, yeah, I thought oh the children's author is also in Lost, but no, not to be confused. <laughs> um, but, oh, fun fact: she's the only one of only two actors to guest star in every single season of Lost. That's kind of cool. Who's the other one? Lillian Hurst, who betrays Hurley's mum. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Nadia and Hurley's mum come and I like Hurley's the only mum. Two guest stars. Yeah, she's got Hugo. Not, not even Christian Shepherd, isn't he in all the seasons? Yeah, but I don't think they classify him as a guest star. I think they, as a recurring. Oh, so he's recurring, not guest. Yeah, and I think he gets a star billing in the finale, so that automatically cuts him off the Good technical stuff. Well, when you play Felix Leiter, of course, you should get a star in credit, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair point. Movie Felix Leiter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, still with Saeed, we'll focus on kind of his little trip, uh, as it says here on Lostpedia, Saeed's trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds sweet. Oh, it's come with Saeed on his little trip. <laughs> but uh, we first see him, he's just... Chilling on the beach, um, and he sees a uh, chain because I mean I don't want to get gross, but were you not a bit like he's alone on the beach and he's got these pictures of Nadia out? Like, <laughs> what was Saeed doing? He's, he just wipes his hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they rather than opening on the eye, they're opening on wiping his hand. Off. I mean, you know, again, if this was a, a cable show, we'd have lots of different moments of I need to be well, alone. Well, it is a cable show. Well, because we see a cable here, or is that where your joke was? But um, boom yeah. Well, you wrote us. <laughs> Blame me for your shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's finished jerking off over his photo of Nadia. <laughs> uh, probably thinking of Kate. Uh, <laughs> Or Shannon. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> oh, just every guy on the island is, let's be honest. Um, there's a scene in this episode that we obviously will... Anyway, <laughs> but he sees out of the corner of his eye this cable and he pulls it out of the sand and it's in the water, which we, I guess, will get back to at some point. Uh, and then, obviously, he follows it into the jungle. Um, he then finds a tripwire... Uh, decides to step over it, but basically steps straight into another trap. Um, he's such a good Iraqi soldier. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he's dangling upside down, and he must be there for quite some time, because obviously it turns dark, uh, you know, <laughs> rush of blood to the head and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then he's praying, I guess. I mean, he's speaking Arabic. I'm assuming he's praying. Um and then he gets cut down, and then he's um, basically falls unconscious straight away, uh, which is, you know, pretty shit luck. <laughs> I'm finally down, but it's all the blood that's, like, rushed to his head. Um, uh, anyway, so he wakes up slowly, and we hear a voice asking, where's Alex, uh, in a bunch of... Uh, I'm, is it more well, than one language, or is she just speaking French yeah, and English? She's... she's- 
more than bilingual. Yeah, she is. Uh, and I, I assume it's all sorts of different languages. But... Well, she's also getting. Uh, she he also is getting electrocuted by her, uh, which is always fun uh, to be on the other side of it. Uh, you know what they say about like people in power? They're actually quite submissive when it comes to certain things. I, I heard that from a friend. Um, <laughs> um, and basically, uh, we we hear her speak. French, is that when he realises it's her? Because uh, he explained yeah. about the plane crash, and then, oh yeah, he mentions about the uh, the signal uh, that it was 16 years old, and then the we see her for the very first time, here she is, here's Rousseau, um, for a woman who's been on an island by herself for 16 years, she has very limited body hair, so um, she must have some shavers somewhere, I just, I don't know why I noticed that. But um, <laughs> she's got the island hot look going on. Though, oh, she I does. I've, I've, Vera I've, I'm glad that's not just me. I've always been weirdly attractive to her. <laughs> <laughs> just, she's got this thing, like 16 years on an island. Like, maybe it's just deep it's down like, we know that, you know, we could get in with that because she's been <laughs> alone for 16 years. But, like, in all seriousness, no, she's, she's quite attractive. I mean, I mean, we'll get to young Russo. Oh, oh but, do we like young Russo? Um, but, um, but yeah, there's something there. I've always thought that. She's actually Croatian. She's not even French. So there's yeah. something. And she doesn't sound French at all either. Well, I mean, French is French. I mean, it sounds like a shit language. So, I mean, when she speak it, it you know, whatever. But, um. He's just say, uh, on the chair getting electric. He just says, oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're not French. You didn't surrender. Um, but. <laughs> I'm not even going to apologise for offending the French. They've got no feelings. But, uh, yeah, so he's, she basically steps in and says, like, oh, 16 years has it been that long? Uh, but has then, it really been? has it really been that long? No, it's been two days. <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> um, but, yeah, so she still doesn't believe him. Uh, oh, not to butt in, but uh, I've just found out that... The different languages. She speaks English, German, Spanish, Italian, French, and Russian. Not even Croatian. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're pretty stock standard languages, but I mean, not to nitpick, but I would have think after 16 years on an island, she would have forgotten all of her English. Well, did you forget English for 16 years? You've been alive for more than six. I don't know. It's a no. dumb question. You speak to me. She wouldn't English. forget her French. But I imagine. A second language? Maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I've never thought about that. I, look, look at the differences between Noah and I. I think about body hair. He thinks about forgetting languages. <laughs> um, that's the differences summed up right there. Uh, the, we, we see the next day he finds out her name is Russo because her name's just on the jacket. Um, and then we he sort of looks around the tent and sees like some, some batteries and he's basically all like, well, you can't. Um, you know, power that signal off those batteries because again, side knows everything. And <laughs> she's like, no, they control it now. Um, and then she doesn't believe his story. Essentially, uh, why would he leave all the people on the plane? Why is he by himself? Um, and he basically says, well, it's something I did. Uh, and then uh, finds out about Nadia. And we find out that Nadia is dead, which I guess we assume we're going to see in the flashback, but we obviously don't really see that. Um, Rousseau has a music box. <laughs> From her love, Robert, uh, doesn't work. Saeed says, oh, I can fix it for you, uh, to which leads her to basically stab him with a needle. 
<laughs> because why not? Um, and then she kind of apologizes to him. And you said you can fix my music box. So he works on it, uh, finds out her name's Danielle. We find out a little bit more about her. She was on a boat, a science team, basically, that was uh, shipwrecked. And they had to make a sort of a temporary camp, but they were there for two months. And then apparently people got um, sick and then they all got killed. Am I missing something big here? Or <laughs> No, nothing big, but just something I learned today that I had never actually really known before. Um, you mentioned that they were on a science team. Um, apparently in the Lost Wiki it says David Fury... Uh, said that in an early draft, Rousseau tells Saeed that she's been part of a research team. Saeed asks her what she was researching. She replies, "Time." Um, uh. But the, net- the network saw that the draft saw the draft and asked us to remove the line. They were very timid about anything that smacked on sci-fi during the first season. Uh. Um, that would have been so much better because yeah. it would have teased. So then, when the time stuff comes in in season four and five, people wouldn't have been so. Like, what about it? Because they would have known that from the beginning in season one, they already teased that... Because we never actually learned why Russo was there. And to me, that would have been enough of an explanation. And I think that would have added an extra layer of mystery. So, uh, screw you, ABC, really. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we really don't get a whole lot on her background except for what happens with Alex, right? Like, I know there's a flashback where we see young Russo and them on, like, a boat, but... We, we never get, like, a Rousseau flashback episode, do we, or anything along those lines, right? No, I'll be complaining about that throughout our run on this, but, um, no, we only get the time travel where Jin meets them. Um, so, yeah, we never actually know why they're there, and I don't think we need to know, but I think that time one would have made a really cool storyline. Um, but, you know, ABC, they were timid about smacking sci-fi on it, then they had a whole season about time travel. <laughs> They knew what they were doing at the beginning, apparently. There you go. Um, but, yeah, so we kind of... We, this is uh, obviously a very pivotal point for the show, though, in terms of what we're going to see. Because we hear the words, the others. Uh, we hear the black rock. Um, uh, just a few little sort of tidbits here to keep an eye on for future episodes. But I think the others is the main one here. Because, I mean, there was a few episodes ago I touched on that when the, the others was dropped. I can't remember what episode that was and what it was used in reference to. But this is the first time that we kind of get an inkling that they're not alone on this island. I mean, yes, I realise we are meeting a woman who's on the island right now, but we kind of knew she or somebody was there because we've heard the signal from a French woman before. So this is kind of not a huge shock, but we're kind of getting... And I like how it's done. I like how she mentions the others. so well. And then she basically... And then Saeed's like, well, have you seen them? No, but I've heard them. And then it's kind of like, you're thinking, well, she's crazy. Like, you know, she's just deluded. She's been here for 16 years. But she gets a bit rapey with Saeed at one point. She's like, you know, rubbing him and all that. Who wouldn't rub Saeed, let's be honest. But, um, yeah, so I think what's really well done here is that even the audience is kind of second-guessing this woman. It's not just Saeed. Um, because we're like, well, are there other people on this island? Like, no, like, don't be stupid. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm sure you've got a bit to say on that before I kind of get to the, the last bits here of Saeed. But, um, yeah, I just I just love that kind of mystery about that where, you know, we're, we're guessing along with Saeed as if to, well, fuck, maybe there are, maybe there aren't. Yeah, and, I mean, we've got nothing to even suggest that there are others at this point. We don't know about Ethan or anything like that. Um, so there's nothing for us to even suspect. Um and just also a little bit is she also mentions that the broadcast is coming from somewhere else, but they control it now, which 
it's completely true, um, as we later learn. Um, but yeah, just the little inklings of the others, the way they bring in these mysteries, it's very mythology heavy. We're talking about the French transmission. We're talking about the others. We're talking about a sickness. Um, um, and what else does she bring up? Whispers. I think she mentions them. Um, but just the whole thing is done so well, this kind of claustrophobic atmosphere and the whole thing almost feels like a dream don't you think like yeah. it feels like almost like say just the way it's shot and the way russo is acting um i think it's just amazing i really love the interaction between those two and just the way that this whole plays out and you're right we don't know if she's telling the truth because she's been on she's clearly crazy she she's saying she can speak english well she's not maybe not saying but she can think but she's really quite crazy at this point um understandably um but i mean i don't know if you remember because i this is one i don't remember seeing live i did see it live but it's not it's i mean it's been 13 years but uh i was surprised that they introduced this so early on like yeah i thought there would be a chance they may i knew they would always address the french transmission but there was lots to say that she was i always just assumed maybe the person had died or something like I knew there would be a dress, but they actually have the woman from the pilot who's talking about it killed them all. We're stuck here. Let me help me help me. Had the show been episode picked up nine. at this point? Had the show been picked up by episode nine? Ah, uh, yeah, pretty sure it had been by this point. Because yeah. maybe I'm thinking like, because yeah, like on a rewatch, uh, it kind of does seem like it's very soon. But I mean, my thought process would be that they didn't necessarily know they were going to get picked up, so let's address this now. Yeah. Um, That's true. But, but like, yeah. Lost often gets criticised for, like, leaving storylines over seasons and seasons before they come back to them. And, yeah, I just think I was shocked that they did bring, like... Because it's not like we get just a little bit of her. This whole episode is just pretty much answers everything about the French transmission and ticks that mystery. So when we get to questions and answers and stuff. So, yeah, I, I like her, but... I was surprised that they brought her in as a character and she'll become an ongoing recurring character. And I love the way it sort of connects in um, with, it, like, the next episode when we do get our first taste of, like, the others. Um, and, like, yeah, ongoing recurring. She's kind of like the, the sitcom annoying neighbour who pops in every now and then. Oh, here's <laughs> Rousseau. <laughs> da, 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 da. Bonjour, yeah, oh, Rousseau. <laughs> she never joins the cast. She just pops up every now and then out of the jungle. Um, um, one little nitpick is you think if the others saw the plane crash in half, you think Rousseau probably would have seen a plane crash yeah, she was on the island? She was tired. She had, she had a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but down. she is crazy, so she probably sees stuff like that every day. Yeah. Every time she steps out of her little hut, <laughs> which <laughs> she's got a good setup there as well for the island. You know, it reminds me, this is a weird little connection. I don't know if you remember much of Jurassic Park 3, but like when um, the kid is like stuck on the island, he's there for about six months or something like that, and he's built like a whole fucking civilization in a truck. Uh, she's been there for 16 years. <laughs> so, can't yeah, wait to do Jurassic Park 3. Setup. Yeah, I think it is. Like, I mean, by all means. I mean, she would be so bored. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> like, well, I'm sure she lost her mind 14 years ago. Well, I mean, again, like, let's be honest. If this is a cable show, uh, she, she's like going to town on Saeed. Like, come on, the woman has been alone for six... Like, it doesn't matter. Man, woman, whoever you are. If you're alone for 16 years and somebody else shows up... You're doing a little bit more than rubbing their chest lightly. Like you and are- if this is a cable show, she probably wouldn't be wearing clothes. Well, exactly. Like, oh, there's the crazy naked one. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not really, even joking. They probably then would. we really would see how much body hair she's got. Um, but I, I do like what's the line that Saeed says? Like, uh, I think you've been alone for too long. Uh, and then kind of she hears like noises and like runs out, leaves him there with a gun. Um, Saeed still one little thing. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but because um, she says, if we're lucky, it's a polar bear. Um, she just says bear. Oh, I all... say polar bear. Oh, well, if we're lucky, it's a bear, but she means polar bear. Um, so I always assumed that was a reference to the monster saying, if we're lucky, it's not the monster, it's just the polar bear. But then I read some note or something, and then it kind of put together is that she means if we're lucky because she wants to eat the bear. Um, and I never really put two and two together. I always thought it was a reference to the monster, but it makes sense because she says monsters don't exist. So, um, yeah, I, I never really thought of it like that until now. So, still so, seeing this episode differently after all these. So, years. what then would it be a reference to? What are you trying to imply there? Am I the dumb one here? No, she there? wants to shoot and eat the bear. Oh right, okay. That's her. That's her dinner. Like, <laughs> if we're lucky, she doesn't mean that sarcastically. She means it as, if we're lucky, we're going to be eating tonight. Good old bear. Um, when I went to Alaska, I wanted to eat bear, but uh, apparently it's illegal to like sell it legally. So you have to like go in the black market somewhere to eat bear. But <laughs> I didn't make that many connections. Um, <laughs> next time. Um, but yeah, so as she leaves off to go hunt dinner, um, we get the line, there's no such thing as monsters um, when when Saeed says that, you're right. Uh, but then, yeah, so Saeed breaks free, he steals a gun, he also gets some maps, so that does help him out, he was going to map the island, but no, bugger me, that's a map <laughs> here. <laughs> How lucky. Um, but they cross paths again, he's got the gun, uh, she's got a gun, he points it and basically tells her to just, you know, stop. And, like, by all means, like, she's got nothing to lose. She's exactly right pointing at him. Like, what does she give a shit? She's been alone for 16 years. If she <laughs> dies, who cares? Like, I mean, you know, she doesn't give a shit. Plus, she's probably got trust issues after her baby was kidnapped. Yeah, and, like, Robert got sick with the sickness and died. And she had to kill him. Yeah, so, but he, he's re- she's removed the trigger uh, and then basically we uh, find oh. out that um, she's murdered basically a whole crew because they were sick. Now is that a dress that they got sick? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, um, we'll get we'll see that in the kind of half flashback, half time travel thing that we get. Um, but don't you think there it's just like like he went to shoot her and the priority's just like. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, you can see why she's got trust issues, mate. You just fucking pull the trigger on her. (laughs) Oh, damn. I'm about to die. I really Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't mean to. Um, Finger slip. I'm going to just be going now. He's such a terrible, like, soldier. (laughs) (laughs) He knows everything. Like, like, oh, those batteries couldn't do that. And, oh, let's get an antenna up a tree and do this way and this way. And all these <laughs> bottle rockets. And, oh, I can do this. He doesn't realise when a firing pin's out of a gun. <laughs> Good job, Saeed. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, yeah, we hear that she, like, killed them all. Great. Um, and then she basically is like, I can't let you go. I'm sick of being like, I'm, I'm kind of Team Rousseau here. <laughs> like, it's kind of like, yeah, well... Just stay for a little bit. Like, make some nookie and, you know, share some stories. <laughs> Eat some bear. Like, why do you need to rush back all of a sudden? Like, I mean, okay, there are others, but you don't believe her at this point until you hear the voices in the jungle. So, like, at this point, so do you think she's a bit cuckoo gaga? You're missing Nadia. You're not hooking up with Shannon yet. Kate's rejected you. Like, get get down with the French woman. Like, and does she... Does he offer her... 
her to come back. He does. I think he does, right? But she's like, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, she's crazy, but just like, come on, treat the woman a bit more fine. She's been on an island for 16 years. I think the thing that this is, I guess, going back to my point with Nadia and Saeed, how kind of like, I don't buy into it as much. Because like, he, even here, we kind of get this line from him when he says like, I know what it's like to hold on to someone and, you know, isolate yourself from others because you're holding on for someone for so long. It's like, so we kind of got to be led to believe that this has just caused such a devastating thing on his life, yet he can just hook up with a 20-year-old hot blonde chick on the island and it's fine. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Like, it's just kind of where it's not as as, as deep and meaningful as some of the other real connections on this uh, show. Um, so, as she leaves, yeah, he offers to for her to come back. But then we finally get, like, who is Alex? And Alex was my child. Now, do you like how they kind of leave that open-ended? Because Alex is a very, you know, boy or girl's name. Yeah. You know, so we don't I mean, it's know. it's better than Bernard is white. Yeah, well. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Oh, <laughs> interracial love in the early 2000s. Still taboo, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, I like it. Uh, I, f- I feel like maybe we shouldn't have even learnt who Alex like, I would like it better almost, like, we heard the name Alex Alex, but then we don't actually find out who Alex is until we see Alex. But, yeah, I don't mind it. It's a little mystery that gets resolved. Yeah, I mean, it's it, just keep an eye out for that. Uh, I like Alex when we get Alex in the show. Can I just point that out? Do you like Alex? Or <laughs> she, yeah, She's okay. She's a bit bratty, but she's all right. Uh, bratty or ratty? Like... Bratty. Oh, Bratty. <laughs> like, see the rodent? Mm, rodent. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's why I wanted you to say that line. It would have come full circle. Um, it's all in the script. And j- just say... Did you say Ratty? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so, so, sort of the only kind of closing bit we get with him is right at the end of the episode, he's walking through the jungle and he's voices. So, um... Whispers, whispers. It's like, oh, <laughs> um, So... I haven't read much from the Nikki Stafford book, but um, one cool thing they've done is they've actually done transcripts of the whispers where um, they're indecipherable, but uh, if you record the tracks, isolate the whispers um, by isolating the surround sound tracks and breaking them into left and right and center audio files. Uh, these two fan transcribes... Um, wow! Have come up online. Um, Some people have a also lot of time reversed. on their hands. <laughs> yeah, so you had to isolate the things, and you also had to reverse it. But I like the fact that the show went to the went to the effort of actually having them say things rather than not just having voiceover artists come into the studio and go. So what do they say? Record. Um, so if you're interested, um, I am. So. The whispers in this episode, the first ever whispers, say, "Lucky the man can't run." So they're teasing, saying, <laughs> uh, "Oh, because he got stabbed in the leg." Driver. By the way, we should have said yeah, that. Lucky the man can't run. <laughs> oh, he's an Iraqi. No, it doesn't say that. Um, he's a crash survivor. Why only isolate him? I said we do. He's coming. Click. You have no idea how he got here? Radio static. Beeping sound. Could be alarm. Moscow computer, etc. Right here. He's right behind me. It's okay. Who cares? Help him. When? Crash survivor. Why only isolate him? Standing orders. Go. You have no idea. He's coming. Security issue. You have no idea how he got here. Skip it. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. It's cool that people went to the effort to decode this and it just shows the depth of this TV show that this actually happened. And 
this is kind of gibberish, but we're going to get some really interesting Whisper transcripts later on in the show that maybe refer to dead characters in the show. So mm. uh, some, I'll keep an eye out. I'm not sure if she transcribed all of them or if it's just for this one, but there's some interesting stuff if you dive deep into that. So That is interesting. Yeah. Didn't realise that. There you go. That's um, cool thing. Random thing I've just found. Meanwhile, this is my find for the day. Uh, Lostpedia has an article on shootings and holdups. Uh, <laughs> shootings as well as holdups have occurred frequently in the storyline of Lost. The following is a list of occasions where shots were actually fired on the island. <laughs> They've like literally compiled a whole list of every time a gun has been fired on Lost. <laughs> These people are so crazy, but also so amazing. I like I joke and say you've got no life, but I I applaud people's efforts for, like, this yeah, amount of, like, holy crap, Muckets, that is amazing. Um, so, yeah, wow. Uh, I think Survivor Wikia needs to take a page out of Lostpedia. <laughs> <laughs> the font used on the, Like, shut up! Like, tell us something good. <laughs> um, anyway, hello to our friends at Survivor Wiki. Uh, so, that's Saeed. Cool. Good. Uh, back to the main island. They play golf. The end. All right. <laughs> that, that's not what happens. Well, it is what happens, essentially. But um, kind We can of, get through this one. Yeah, yeah this cool. one's, I think, pretty quick in many aspects. But I like it, though. I, love I do, too. Cool. Yeah. So, we, we start off with Sawyer. He's getting his bandages. Uh, try uh, change with um, what does he call it? Easy jackass. Um, it's like you let the damn Arab torture me. Uh, and then we kind of obviously find out that uh, you know he's been a bit isolated. Nobody wants him there, and he's all like, "Oh, she does." Like to Kate. Ooh. <laughs> um, and then Kate and Jack. Oh, this pairing. Uh, can I just say, I actually like. I'm, I'm team Kate Jack. I've always been team Kate You're Jack. Jade. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, You're it's kind of annoying, annoying the shit out of me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're kind of like making this obvious. I'm, I'm more Jack Juliet, to be honest. Um, just, that's I'm more I'm none of them. I'm Desmond Penny. <laughs> you're more Son Jack should have died in the Rockfall. <laughs> yeah. Michael Keaton should have been Jack yeah. and died in the pipe. <laughs> uh, Kate's. Says it's been two days since I left because Kate's missing her husband, future husband. <laughs> um, then basically, um, what does he say? Like accidents happen when you torture people or something like that. And he's a trained soldier. I've just written these random notes here, which I'm trying to make sense of. Um, good for them. Uh, anyway, back. <laughs> so back at the cave. Oh, who do we get to meet for the very first time? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Doug. It's not it Doug. Is. not Scott or Steve. I've met them. It's not random Puerto Rican on the beach that we saw. It's... It's Solomon! Solomon! He's here! Boo! A member of the Four Horsemen! <laughs> Boo! Solomon sucks! Uh, <laughs> Solomon really does suck. I, yes, Boo Solomon. Solomon's the shit kicker of this show. Him and Walt. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it should be noted that it is a bit random to have Sullivan in it, um, but we'll also be interested uh, introduced to Ethan. And yeah. I think my theory, or I think it's fact, that the reason Sullivan here is here is to kind of be a bit of a smokescreen for the fact that Ethan is also randomly shown. Because if Ethan just shown up in these two episodes, you'd be like, eh. But the fact that we're seeing multiple survivors. We didn't get Mary Beth. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I think his entire purpose is to just be that kind of uh, distraction from who Ethan will be. Yeah, well... Dear old Sullivan's got a rash. Uh, <laughs> what is that, aloe? Oh, what has he been dug up to? <laughs> oh, God. 
That's funny. Um, but basically, Jack's like, oh, I don't have time to treat hypochondriac. Um, and then Hurley's basically like, oh, everyone's way too tense. We need something to do. Um, and I love, what does Jack say? Like, it could be worse. And I love Hurley. How? How? <laughs> Hurley has a great Which one-liners. I, I can answer you how. It's called The Other 48 Days, yeah. Anna Lucia, Echo, <laughs> Libby, Bernard. Because that was much worse, Hurley. Um, so, anyway, so we go back to the cave. Um, Locke's there. We meet Ethan. Introduction of Ethan, just, yeah. Just um, leave that on Ethan for the moment. Just Ethan. But I do like that they bring him in one episode early. I mean, I would have preferred, like, from the beginning. But yeah. one episode early at least adds... Um, and I'm sure a lot of... Uh, Lost fans will know this, but obviously Ethan is played by William Mapether, who is Steamed. the cousin of... Yeah, esteemed William Mapether, who is the cousin of an actor named Thomas Mapether Fourth. Tom Cruise. Um, yeah, so the cousin of Tom Cruise. <laughs> I, I randomly I saw like- an article where they were like, famous actors who you didn't know were related, and I remember seeing that article going, oh, it's Ethan from Lost, I didn't realise he was that famous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like William Mabeth, but I feel like that he probably gets asked about Tom Cruise in every interview he's ever been in. The, the resemblance is striking. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you can see, once you know, you can see that they're related. Well, it's also but... clear to see who got the looks in the family. <laughs> like... Yeah, William. Yeah, we thought. <laughs> Fucking ugly Tom Cruise. Got nowhere so, in his life. Um, I don't know if he's ever been in a Tom Cruise film. Like, Has Tom ever uh, set him up into a... Uh, well, he was one of the members of the orgy and Eyes Wide Shut, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Along with Sullivan. Yeah. You can say we got the rash. <laughs> I don't know if he's a um, Scientologist either or not. But... Probably. They're all... Uh, anyway, <laughs> I like Tom Cruise. I shouldn't bag out Tom Cruise. Um, but yeah, so we meet Ethan. He's been hunting, which is great. Um, I, I kind of gel over that fact because we get that a little bit, don't we, in an episode or two when Locke says that about like, oh, I go hunting with him. Uh, it's my fault. <laughs> um, and they're basically going through, yeah, <laughs> going through luggage. Oh, uh, is born on the Fourth of July? Is that a Tom Cruise? Film? Yes. So, William Mapeth's first ever film was a Tom Cruise film. Well, that's the thing. Oh, is it Mission Impossible 2? Well, there you go. Magnolia, Tom Cruise. She's like in every Tom Cruise movie. (laughs) (laughs) Minority Report (laughs) as Hotel Clerk. (laughs) He's just leeching onto his old cousin there. He's just ringing up his cousin Tom every day. Tom, I'm not having his old Tom, any jobs in... (laughs) Yeah, you can play uh, Hotel Clerk. (laughs) Oh, can't I do anything better? That's all you can get now. (laughs) Just, Just deal with it, William. (laughs) <laughs> He's in all all the Tom Cruise. He's in all the Tom Cruise. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's just you know, six degrees of Tom Cruise. Um, nothing about Scientology. Yeah, she probably keeps that a secret or something like that. Um, <laughs> so Hurley's looking through shit and finds stuff, and he gets a smile on his face because that's great. Uh, and meanwhile, little shit Walt wants to get up and go off with Locke, and Mike was like, "Get back to bed." <laughs> <laughs> like, doesn't say you it, <laughs> Eat your rice. Um, but, uh, that, that's a reference to Survivor, by the way, um, in case people didn't get that. Um, what does Hurley say? Like, whoa, dude. Um, like, yeah, anyway, so this kind of leads to Hurley digging through everything, um, and we're wondering what the hell is he doing. Um, meanwhile, Michael's drawing a little diagram because he wants to make showers and drinking waters. Showers? <laughs> 
because Michael can do everything. He's <laughs> why not? He's the MacGyver. Finally, of the he's announced his big secret that he's a construction worker. So now he's doing everything. <laughs> we need this as like a big plot reveal. Like Sam can speak English. Michael can draw. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, though, Charlie comes in, because we haven't had Charlie this episode, um, and it's all, you know, like, oh, Hurley wants you to come see this. Uh, and what what has he done? He's built a golf course. Hurley's built a golf course. Why not? Little plot bit, not a plot bit, but little side bit. Just want to brag here. I've been to that golf course um, on the tour I did of the Kaloa Ranch in Hawaii. Uh, this is like this big valley in this big, huge ranch where they film lots of movies and TV shows. And, I mean, this valley is probably most famously known from Jurassic Park where uh, Grant and the kids are running away from the Gallimimuses and the T-Rex are high behind a log. But you drive through kind of this tour and you go past, like, the log for Jurassic Park and then basically the next stop is they've got these big grass mounds and they've actually got a sign there that says, Lost Hurley's Golf Course. You can't get out and walk on it, at least in my tour you didn't, but... um. I took a photo of it. I can probably put it up on the website. But, uh, yeah, I've been to Hurley's Golf Course. Just a little exciting bit there to brag about. But I, I like Hurley's Golf. It's fun. Like, you know, this is you can see why they need to do it because they're going crazy, basically, at this point. Yeah, so. this is... It's kind of a bit jarring compared to the kind of craziness happening to Saeed. But this is the filler I like in Lost when it's fun. Like, you know, when Hurley finds a van or stuff like that <laughs> or they're playing ping pong. If it's fun, then I'm totally down and... I don't need the show to always progress 100% forward. Um, and, and it is pure fun. Everything about the scene, just these scenes just make me smile. They're playing golf, uh, Turley and Charlie kind of dancing around. We've got all sorts of stuff with Jack, and they're making bets, and Sullivan wants to play. And I love Island, uh, Island Golf. It's just so much fun. I think it's a huge highlight in the season. Um and it stands up there as one of the best kind of fun storylines I'll ever have on Lost. And I, I love it when, like, you know, Hurley's trying to explain it. It's like, you know, we're doing this and we're, you know, freaking polar bears. And Michael's like, polar bears? Yeah, like, didn't you, hear about you, the polar bears? You didn't hear about the polar bears? <laughs> I love that. And then I kind it's of... It's fun. I kind of like the little scene that we kind of cut back to with Michael and Jack and they're really close with each other and they're like, you know, oh, oh, this, that's is, a bit a, this is the time. problem, man. Your call. Give me a seven iron. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I'm not so on the on the wheels. So. I, I, I am very much sold on Hurley and Charlie dancing. I hope there's a gif of yeah. that out there somewhere because I want yeah, that as a gif, which is improvised that. as well, which is fun. Oh, it's so funny. Um, and then yes, yeah, stupid <laughs> Sullivan shows up. <laughs> Did you, you go to golf? golf course? Can I play? No. <laughs> <laughs> go back to Doug. <laughs> I just want to see that scene. No! <laughs> you can't play. Go no away. No one liked you, Sullivan. Uh, just piss off. <laughs> but um, anyway, you know what's coming next, Noah? What gets going on at this point as they're playing golf? <laughs> we go back to the beach. And Woo! who is at the beach and ready to play golf? <laughs> <laughs> There's a golf course? There's a golf course? Where was I? Why was I invited? <laughs> Why wasn't I? Well, I wanted to build it. Boone! <laughs> Boone is playing golf. Boone's like, I tried to build one the other day, but no one would listen. God, he must be getting fit going back and forth between the caves and the Bloody beach. Hell. He's going wherever the action is. <laughs> uh, but of course, we also get a fantastic scene of Shannon in a bikini. Whoa. Shannon. My goodness. And their line... 
Shannon, hilarious line here. Oh, you finally learned how to tie your own shoes. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to believe this. Funny. <laughs> you finally learned how to tie your own shoes. And of course we get... God. I, I like Kate. I'm a fan of Kate. But like this bit, Jack playing golf. Playing golf. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Just at this point, I'm like, shut up, Kate. Um, but yeah, they're really annoying this episode. I, what's I, next? A cup in the donut? <laughs> I do like that line, though, because if Boone's like, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> of course <laughs> you are. Of uh, there's an even funnier Boone scene coming up, though. Um, but um, anyway, so uh, Kate suggests to Sawyer, you should come along too, earn some brownie points. And anyway, so we cut back to the guy. I love here on Lostpedia, it says, Kate and Jack mildly flirt. <laughs> <laughs> He says that off that. <laughs> what does that mean? Mildly flirt. <laughs> mildly flirt. Uh, so anyway, they're playing back play golf. Everyone's clapping Jack. Uh, oh, I almost didn't recognise you. Um, our hero. Yeah, our hero. We haven't said that in a while. Um, I love Hurley playing. Oh, crap, do over. It's called a mulligan. It's a gentleman's sport. <laughs> Whatever, child. Uh, and then stupid Walt comes along. Unless you're Claire, what are you doing? She's sleeping. <laughs> what? Where's God, Claire? So, is does Claire? that mean Claire's alone now? Sleepy? Well, as we soon see, that's quite dangerous. Um, Ethan is in this jungle. We get. This is, I found this a little bit random that Michael all of a sudden is like, "Hey, sorry, man, I screwed up. I'll make it up to you." It's like, did he screw up? Like, like this just comes out of the blue to me. Like all of a sudden, oh, he's just he's like being a good father. Well, for once. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, this will lead Walt going back off. Or oh, what's he gonna do? Oh, little shithead! Um, but <laughs> I hate Walt. <laughs> He's so annoying. Uh, but we are back at the golf course, and Charlie. You know, I've never been par before. He misses it, and then Jack basically. Oh, you get this. You get the blazer. And Kate, no pressure. Shut up, Kate. <laughs> I like Kate. She's annoying in this episode. Stop mildly flirting. <laughs> wow, this half of the episode is so different to the Saeed's half. Look, I just want to say, Boone is the best here, because Boone is just so Boone here. He's like, I'll bet $10. And then five seconds later, <laughs> he comes to Sawyer, oh, to uh, choose the sunscreen and uh, flashlight. And Boone's like, I'll bet that too. <laughs> I'll do it. And Shannon's just like, you just better get checked. You need sunscreen. We need the sunscreen. <laughs> Boone is so Boone. I'll do it. You just better shut up. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and then we see him putt the ball, and it cuts to a knife in a tree, because we apparently need Locke teaching Walt how to throw knives. And didn't you say it's like a question in your book? Unanswered question. Does Jack sink the putt? Jack make the putt? <laughs> of all the big mysteries. That is not like, going on our list. Boys, I have more questions from this episode than any question, uh, than any episode so far. And that's one of them. <laughs> uh, one thing actually, I mean, that's the episode. Uh, one thing I want to say quickly though, just the Lostpedia, just the effort they put into their articles. If you actually read the synopsis they've got, you notice they actually put little musical notes in between certain, like, the certain parts of the thing. And if you put your, hover your mouse over it, it's actually, they're telling you, oh, at this point, it's Saeed's motif. And then at this point, it's Saeed's theme. 
And then, like, here, Sorry. you scroll over here, it's uh, credit where credit is due. So, like, they've actually gone to that much effort on this uh, synopsis. They tell you at what point each bit of music is played. Like, seriously, I mean, Lost Peter, you guys are awesome. You're better than Lost yeah, Wiki. We, <laughs> <laughs> we make fun, but um, but there's just so much material, like, They've got all these things like production notes and like cut scenes. So I don't know, even know where they get the info from, but they've got like, if you want an in-depth thing of each single episode of Lost, it's the go-to place. Like we do make fun, but they've really gone into depth so much. And I think it's a great resource. and I'm glad it's around because I've learned heaps from it. And, you know, Lost Wikia has its place. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure there's a big rivalry between Lostpedia and Lost Wiki. But like, seriously, this is literally a website that transcribes podcasts. Like Lostpedia, <laughs> if you if you're not doing anything, like by all means, transcribe ours. Like, um, <laughs> in the Survivor Oz days, we used to have people going off at us. Oh, I'm not listening to an hour interview. Can you transcribe it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whereas you can. So good on you, Lostpedia. Um, all right, so uh, we'll do questions before we rate this episode. I mean, we've kind of had fun with this one because, again, we've sort of spread it out all over the place. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have other episodes like this, of course, along the way. But uh, questions. I there mean, lots this week. Like, I've got five, six. You go for your six, and I'll see if I had any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the dumb one, um, remember? You're the smart one. My, my question literally yeah. would be, did Jack make the putt? <laughs> this is like the most mythology like introducing mysteries since the pilot really yeah um so i said what is the cable in the water which will be answered um what are the whispers which will be answered very poorly um who are the others which are going to be answered slowly over three seasons uh what is the black rock um which will be answered and what happened to Alex, which will be answered, and what is the sickness that Rousseau refers to, which will be kind of answered in a way, but not fully. What happened to Nadia? So six this week. <laughs> um, yeah, what happened to Nadia? I just I mean, that would legitimately be my only question, I guess. Uh, we did also have a uh, question answered in this episode. Yeah. Uh, what happened to I the French woman? Yay! Yeah. She's alive. So people said this show never answered things. This is episode nine of season one. So They've answered a big question already. Yeah, so um, we can... So we can add that. So how many answers have we got? Uh, that is only our second one, and both actually interesting from the same episode. Uh, the only uh, other answer we got is what is Locke's secret? Uh, so here we are uh, separating our second one. And as I said, they both came from the same episode originally, those questions. So um, that's kind of fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, we were only getting a few for the past few episodes, but now our questions have just shot up after this week. Six of them, <laughs> seven of them. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I don't actually have a, a total count in terms of how many questions we've got open, but uh, given that we had, uh, yeah, so what, seven in this episode, and basically in the last three episodes we'd only had uh, five. So um, that's kind of where we're going with that. So uh, interesting. All right, what are we doing with this episode, Mr. Groves? Uh, obviously, for those who are tuning in for this for the very first time, our rating system is, of course, buy it, rent it, or bin it, uh, alongside the 38,000 other rankings that we have, but we only ever use these three. Um, what, what are you doing with this one? Well, when we came into the moth, I said that I would originally... I kind of went through 
not like as a big thing, but just in my head thought about where I would put every episode, at least for the first 10 or so. And I originally said the moth a rent, and then we talked about it and we rewatched it, took notes, and it went down. Um, for solitary, you know, there was no dumb line of the week like <laughs> that that didn't exist this week. The writing was good. Uh, the atmosphere of the flashback and of Russo's camp was really well done. The music uh, were interest- introduced to a ton of mysteries and mythology, like, and we get an answer, a huge answer. So it's quite an important one in the whole kind of grand scheme of things, I guess it fits in there. If you had to like watch the most important episodes, this would be in there. Um, it pretty much sets up the rest of the storylines for the rest of the season, bar the hatch. Um, you know, Rousseau is great. I love that we're introduced to her and her relationship with Saeed. Um, the flashbacks pretty decent. I love Island golf. I think it's easily up there. Top three of just the fun episodes like Hurley's car, Island golf, stuff like that. It's just so much fun. Uh, I think Lost in its early seasons has these fun moments, but later on we kind of lose them in the later seasons. Um, so all around, I originally would have had this as a rent, um, but I'm going to buy a Solitary. I think it's really solid. Um, it's solid a, it's a low buy. Yeah, uh-huh. whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not up there with Pilot or Walkabout or White Rabbit. It's probably more even under Tabula Rasa, but yeah, it's a, it's a low buy. But I, yeah, I'm going to buy it. I think it, all around it's a really good package of Lost. And um, watching this for the first time, you wouldn't even think of it as a mere episode. You'd be like, oh yeah, this is really good. Um, so yeah, going to be a buy for me, which has shocked me because if you asked me a week ago, I would have said I was definitely going to rent this episode. I am going to join you. I'm going to buy it too. Oh, I, 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 I think you're going to rent. No, but one thing I think that kind of is an argument we do on our third watch and nip tuck ones is it also when it comes down to where does this sit overall on this show in terms of where this show is going, and I think that this sets up a very a few important things really. Um, you know, obviously it sets up the the first mention of the others. We meet Rousseau for the first time. You know, uh, we meet Ethan, and just just little subtle things that kind of once you know what's happening with this show, it kind of this is a pretty important episode where we get a, f- a few things um, you know set up. So I mean, and plus it's an enjoyable one. I mean, this is one of those episodes which I always like to use, kind of the example of. Um, you know, you, you don't look at your watch during an episode. You kind of it goes by quite quickly. Oh, definitely not. Um, Between here and the island golf. Yeah, and like I'm with you. I I love island golf. I think I I I'm I think exactly the same as you when it comes to really liking just random little fun bits. And like I know you kind of are an advocate. Like Lost has got some great humor to it. Um, and you know I, I like kind of fun scenes. I'm I'm always a fan on any TV show that you really get into, like a character driven show where you get these character scenes. And I mean, you know, sometimes they're just silly and pointless, but sometimes they're just fun. Like Island Golf is fun. I mean, you know, as I said, like we get classic Boone here. Like I bet ten dollars. No, I bet that. Like, <laughs> just, it's just I mean, just and Hurley, just like with his lines and just uh, some of the characters. The dancing. Traits. Yeah, it's just perfect. So not perfect, but like yeah, it's a. Definitely. I, I'd buy this one for sure. So, yeah, we're back on cool. the buy train. Um, yeah, both of us. We're agreeing on, like... Uh, well, we agreed on confidence, man. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. But Why uh, did you put that in the script? Uh, because I thought I would 
be different. Anyway, uh, so next episode, uh, Raised by Another. Oh, God, if you thought that you missed Kate, uh, sorry, Claire, this episode, don't fear. <laughs> back next episode for our very own flashback. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, it's. I'm going to be interested to see where we go with this episode because, like, Claire's yeah. Claire. Like, she's there. <coughs> she's Claire and not a bear. Uh, I'm just rhyming everything. I mean, you know, like, I remember watching this for the first time. Like, I'm like, yeah, Claire, she's Australian. Like, cool. But, like, after... I can't remember what video it was. It was, like, animated one. I think it might have been, like, how Lost should have ended. And they just literally had an animated Claire going, My baby! Where's my baby? Like, that's all it just reminds me of. And, like, I have nothing against Emily DeRaven. I think we've already gone over that, that she's kind of like that Australian actress that Australians don't give a shit about because we don't know she exists. Um... But, like, she's not the most gifted of actors. And I think something's really show in the next episode when it comes to her act and the people around her as well. So, I mean, look, it's it's a nice little backstory to find out, you know, who the baby belongs to. Well, who the father's a bit inappropriate. Ben doesn't belong to anyone. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not as big a fan of the episode as I was for this one. But, I mean, it's by far not the worst episode either. Yeah, I think it's kind of an underrated episode, and not that I think people think that it's bad, but just it kind of maybe gets forgotten, uh, but it kind of continues the trend, and I think it does a lot of things good in it, so um, yeah, I'll be interested to see where we go, like you said, but I think, I like Raised by Another, um, I think it's kind of gets forgotten in the grand scheme of loss, but it's got, got a lot going for it, so excited to get to it. Well, we will be talking about that, of course. And in the meantime, if you've got anything you want to add on Lost, uh, any questions or any facts or anything along the lines that you want to share with us, by all means, uh, get in contact with us. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, email, uh, Network at hotmail.com. And the easiest way to get these episodes, subscribe. iTunes uh, is the best bet. Uh, if you're not an Apple user, of course, we're on Stitcher. And if you like to stream, Spotify, we're available there as well and whilst you're there please uh leave us some feedback we'd appreciate uh hearing what you're thinking of these episodes along the way but uh we're going to close this out my name is ben and um i will not um flirt with you i can't remember mildly flirt that's where i'm going with um ten dollars i bet ten dollars you really should have said "Mm, rodents um (laughs) that's your line god (laughs) (laughs) uh my name is nara and you'll find me in the next life if not in this one brother Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.